And we're back for the Picard Pick 6 podcast featuring Alec Byersdorf. We're back. Alec, you do another four in two week or better. You're, you're in plus money for the year. I just keep doing four, two, four, two, three, 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 three. So I got I to gotta get a winning week back on track, even though I had it two weeks ago. But a lot of stuff we talked about. I'm came, feeling good, oh, baby. I, all right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to complain a little bit about it's actually my fault. I, I had a terrible week when I posted that thing. I was like 9, 13. But then I started looking at it. Um, I did, there's a, I think it's like number fire has these like picks and they have their, they have their like ratings on each one they think can cover over under. And so I look at them and I was like, you know, let me test these. They have five star ratings for some of them. So I picked every five star rating. It went three and seven. Yikes. So it was very bad. It was 10 games or 11 games. It It had three wins, like seven or eight losses. When I went and looked at the picks that I actually picked, not including those, I went eight and six. So it wasn't like a terrible week. I just like. I don't know if number fire. Looking at you, I pay fucking. I paid like a hundred bucks to like access this for the year. It'd be nice if you you know fucking didn't go not three and nine, so I could actually have some more money to be playing yeah. with. So, sub subtweet, but added him in the subtweet. Yeah, I love it. I fuck, love it. Fuck those guys. I had it, but overall, you know, I know I'm minus money, but last couple weeks I overall been killing it. Last week I was fourteen and eight overall. Of those eight losses, four were like massive parlays that I'm just counting as losses. So I was really. 14 and 4. I hit a couple huge parlays as well. So I'm steamrolling into week whatever week we're in. I think week eight now. Yeah, if you put Love it in it. the notes screenshot and send it to me, I'll post those too yeah. each week. Um but some some things we'll we'll recap. I'm gonna go on a little rant here. Um but before I do, uh, a couple things like Iowa. I mean, we could have been and I think the whole country and I was called on, it. Yeah, the whole country was on that. Everyone thought Purdue like they, they Big pick was Purdue with the money. No money one saw line. Purdue winning by that margin, but no, but they thought they could have probably pulled it off, kept it close, like a 14, 13. Yeah. yeah. So um, it, it comes out of they have a really good defense, but if their defense isn't getting four turnovers, their offense stinks, man. Their, their offense is terrible. Their offense is, has, other than the Maryland game, which they forced eight turnovers that game, so you can almost like disregard the offense. The offense just ha- there hasn't been a game this year where you're like wow that offense is clicking. Dude, they had two turnovers in the first half against Penn State and we're still down fourteen to three, which is unclear yeah. quarterback. So like, they, again, nothing. I was a good. Let's not say when they said they're a good football team. They're not a top five football team in the country. Not at this point. Not not with Spencer Peters at quarterback. I don't know who their backup is. Might want to give him a shot. I have a question. If you're like Spencer Rattler and you want to transfer, would you consider a Pac-12 team? Or a Pac-12, a Big Ten team with like like a Wisconsin with a great defense that you know all you gotta do is score like twenty points a game and you're probably gonna go undefeated. Would you consider that, or you're just, no. you think those schools will hold you back because you're gonna dump? Yeah, downs? at that point when you're when you're transferring, you're transferring one reason that's to make your draft stock look better. You don't want to run the football at Wisconsin. No, you need you need to blow up the uh, you know stat sheet each and every week, and especially for his case. You know, to kind of—I mean, he was a for sure top five preseason pick in the draft. Now he's probably not even going to get drafted, or I don't even—I don't even know. But I don't know how you could draft him at this point. I just think you—you you go to a air raid system where you can throw the ball thirty to forty-five times a game, and yeah, and prove like that you're, if Matt yeah, Crow's gone. Yeah, prove you're worth something. All right, All right so I'm going to go on my little rant here, and just give me like two minutes on my own here. Sounds good. I won't interrupt. This this rants to the SEC. The SEC, you cannot have it both fucking ways. You cannot have a model that says the SEC, it just means more. SEC, uh, all their fans and everyone, not even the fans, the 
the commissioner, everyone that writes for the SEC network, and is like, our fans are more passionate. And then when the when Tennessee goes and throws stuff on the field because the officiating is so fucking bad, you cannot be like, oh, that's terrible. We can't have that. No, you gotta like, you can't be throwing stuff. Now I'm not saying throw stuff on the field, but that comes when you have very very passionate fans. When you are taking away, when you have. Second part is to this is you put on the officiating crew on that game, one of the biggest games in the in the SEC that week. The same officiating crew that fucked over Mississippi State in the Memphis game, the same officiating crew that was also the Auburn Arkansas game last year, and I believe they're at Auburn Georgia State where they made a terrible call for Georgia State. These guys stink, and you're gonna put a bad officiating crew in a big game when when both teams are. are you know, Tennessee's up and coming. Ole Miss is trying to rebound, and they're five and one. You have them have a terrible and kind of screw over Tennessee. You cannot say we have the most passionate fan base. It just means more. And this is what comes with being a passionate fan base. Sometimes they act a little fucking crazy. You know where you don't have this? In fucking Pac-12. You don't have passionate fans out there. Yeah, you have a, a few, but it's not as big because you know what? They have other things to do. I've gone to a USC game when they were top 10 in the country. Still open seats everywhere, all right? But in the, in the SEC, you don't have this. You do not have fan, selling out uh Fans paying all their money. Basically, a lot of these people, this is like what they spend probably 20% of their income on in the SEC, right? They're spending thousands and thousands of dollars, and not just the games, but like the tailgates, going to them, renting fucking vans, all the food. This is, it, again, the SEC, you can have a slogan, it just means for, we have the most passionate fan bases. And then the other part is all these fucking writers, all these SEC fucking people that are writing for the SEC and the College Sports Network or all these people making, you know, tons of money talking about how bad the, this is it for the SEC. Well, guess what? Because of how passionate these fucking fans are, are the reason why you make two, $300,000 a year covering the fucking SEC. There's no fucking person that's like, that covers Stanford football that makes $200,000 a year. You know where they do? Fucking Tennessee. You make a ton of money covers and then you're going to badmouth them. If they weren't this passionate and did stuff like this, you would not be making this much money. So because of how passionate and how much it means more, you make money because of them. So stop fucking complaining. This is what it comes with when you have fucking passionate fans, right? You can't fucking have it both ways, SEC, and all you fucking fraud that watch like one fucking game a week and just be like, oh, I know the SEC and write these bullshit articles. No, you can't have it both ways. That's my rant. I mean, that's a lot to take in. and I mean, I think that's a very bold take by you. I mean, so you're you're telling me you can't be passionate and like if it's okay to then just throw shit on the field and not just said it was okay to throw shit on the field. I'm saying one, it wasn't a hundred thousand people throwing stuff. There was probably one percent of, of the people, let's call it like just at a number standpoint, it was very small people or very small portion of the people, but you can't have, it just means more because you do have like every fan base has crazy fans for sure. But when you have a, crazier fan base and a passion and you go and say we're more passionate we're this this sometimes comes with what it is and now i'm not saying throwing golf balls from fucking 100 yards away is good throwing water bottles is not is not good yeah. you can you can hurt someone so then but, what are you referring to that is not that is acceptable behavior i'm not saying is, it's acceptable behavior but i'm saying the fact that they are all complaining saying this is a terrible thing well that is it, a terrible thing no it's not it's a terrible you cannot say you cannot justify nope. passionate fan bases for disrespectful fan bases no that's those are two completely think, different things. But you can't have a. I, I believe that the SEC goes and you have you, you can't have all the good 
and not come with some of the bad. Oh, 100%. So but this there's... is what but this is what, what this is what I'm saying is comes with so, once in a while. I'm not saying, this doesn't happen every year. No. This happens once every 8 9 years. It will probably happen again in 10 years from now where fans throw stuff out. It happens in sports like once every couple years, like I said. It happens in f- who It happens in sports once every couple years and in in the whole scheme of sports and everyone rags on those fan bases and it's a select few people, but in the SEC, when's the last time this happened? I haven't seen this happen in years. But it just happened. But you can't have it both ways is what I'm saying. And complain about it. You can say, like, hey, do not throw stuff. But, like, you, they, people are writing, like, they should suspend Tennessee football. Oh, for, yeah, like, they're just the dumb. And these people are the worst. That's all I'm saying. It's yeah. not good. Never throw something. Someone can get hurt. Never do that. Not good. But this is kind of what comes when you have the well, crazy, think, insane fan base. I also think that's the just the problem with media. Like, you have journalists. Like, well... Yeah, you're a journalist that tweets shit that you have like 12 followers. So it really doesn't matter. I think that's just people. People just feel like their opinion needs to be heard on well, any like, subject. Um, and I just think that's just kind of what goes with. Like, it's like Scott w- Broussard. I think a lot of these people are like him where he said that quote. for This is the NFL sidebar. But I think a lot of journalists and, and journalists, quote unquote, these media members think they have the high road because they went to fucking like Northwestern journalist school. And they think they're smarter than everyone. And they don't really watch a lot of sports like people that are one passion and stuff. Is Scott Broussard was like. Why are they doing the quarterback sneak oh, with the bill? Broussard. Oh, Chris, Chris Broussard. Broussard. What was I yeah. was it saying? Yeah, Scott Broussard. Ah, oh, fuck Scott Broussard. He's not even a person. Yeah. Chris <laughs> Broussard. Um, Chris Broussard. I'm going to find Scott Broussard. Yeah. And, and <laughs> tag him. him. Tag him. Um, Chris Broussard was like, uh, they, they shouldn't have run because you know what happened? He blew up the left side. Guess who was missing? Taylor Lewan. Well, guess what? Taylor Lewan does not play for the Bills. Yeah, yeah, like, like this is a guy play. that just like reads a couple things. or And so the lot of, that's the problem I have is these media members – tagging on it and writing about this that don't really follow the sport didn't even watch the game that are going in giving their so they're just trying to get their clicks to make money because of how bad i'm just saying that yeah. so no, that, that was just my um that was your rant for the week i get it yeah it's my rant um so let's get into it i guess yeah i guess so we'll start i'm gonna i mean we're gonna talk about this because i have it on my pick six um we have the undefeated coastal carolina heading to appalachian state i'm gonna be honest one App State's in my fucking doghouse from last week when we were filming. I was watching I them. Just, they're fucking terrible. I don't know how this line is worked. And at. I don't understand why. It I makes no sense. This should be a 10-point line. It's minus it four. It should at least be a touchdown. Yeah. And it F- should be 7 to 10. But here's what I th- – it's minus four over under 60. Here's what I think is why it's a four. It's those midweek road. Yeah. I think they take – you know, normally they say home team gets three points. Um, but I think it's a little more than that because they're the midweek road travel – really fucks with these college kids. And I said this with like App State, like yeah. when they struggled. And so I think that's why it's very low. App State coming off a loss, Coastal undefeated, they might be up for it, upset. But this, I, a minus four is I think I think the the line is super misleading. I think people, I think I think we look into, oh, it's midweek on the road, national TV game, blah, blah, blah. Coastal's coming off a bye week. So they're well rested. And not just a bye week, but they played two Thursdays ago. So they're they're almost two full weeks from their last game. So it's not like they played last Saturday and they only got like, you know, a couple extra days. So they're at almost two full weeks. I mean, if you look at Coastal's schedule, this has to be the biggest game of the year for them. I mean, when when the schedule came out, this had to be the biggest game. Yeah. So I don't know how it can be a I don't know how Coastal can be like, "Oh, we're overlooking them. We're it's a letdown." Yeah, it's a night game, national TV midweek at on the road. But Coastal Carolina, like this is their biggest game of the year. So for me, I just don't see how it's if, only four, especially after the performance 
App State's defense just put up against Louisiana, which oh. Louisiana is by far the best offense they played this they year. Chase but Bryce, he but, fucking but, stinks. But, I can't bet on that fucking. But not wagon. just that, but like this is. I mean, Coastal Carolina's offense is better than Louisiana's offense. So I, yeah. for me, I'm, I'm. It's in my pick six. I have Coastal. I got him at, at three and a half. I actually took this game last Wednesday when the line came out because I was like, what the, f- like, what the hell. Yeah. I got four. I think it's it's crazy to me. Um, and if F State wins, good, good for you. But Coastal for two straight years now has played very good football. Really, no letdowns at any point. I don't see how the biggest game of the year can be a letdown game for them. Maybe they get outplayed, sure, but I, I, there's I just don't see it. Yep. Um, there's so all right. So, but I'm excited week, to watch that tomorrow. Yeah, that's a great. Wednesday and this game. this week is tough because it's like a, a lot of the top 25 is playing, but there's no big time matchup. So it's either a bunch of average teams with small spreads or just huge spreads on big teams. Yeah. So I, I I'm trying to choose games that like one I'm picking and and or that I, I'm on the fence about and trying to get yours. Like one of them's Wake Forest is six and zero going to Army and they're minus three. Yeah, minus three, which is shocking to me. Wake but Forest is minus three, right? Yeah, correct. At Army. Now, Wake Forest thing is they haven't played a good team. They literally have not played. The best team they played, I think, is Virginia that they beat handily. They beat barely Sar- beat, beat Syracuse, Syracuse and Louisville. Barely beat Louisville. Yeah, so that that's minus three to me. is like, how do they handle the option? I don't know. Army's- their run defense isn't that good, and that's my concern yeah. because I think you look at it, defense can be on the field a long time. I mean, Wake Forest is a team that wants to put up 35 to 45 points a yeah. game. You're I not going to do that. I love Sam Hartman, though. Yeah, I agree. QB1. QB1, I, I agree. I just don't. For me, I'm staying away. Like, Trust me, when I see Wake Forest is only three-point favorites. Is it against, three right now? Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm like, oh, I'm going to take that. But then I'm just like, uh, I don't know about that one. It's just right. there's so much going on. Here's one I need some help because I'm leaning towards one team in this, and I just need – it, maybe you can convince me otherwise. We have Kansas State versus Texas. I had Texas Tech earlier this morning, yeah. minus one, right? Here's what I'm saying. Texas Tech, when they play good teams, have been blown out. They got killed against TCU, yeah. killed against Texas. Their wins are like Kansas and no one else earlier in the year. Kansas State is actually beaten bad, but they're good team. They've lost to good teams. Like I think it's Iowa State. They lost to TCU closer. I don't understand how this is one. Yeah, I think um, you know one thing that's really misleading about this is Iowa State is – like three plays away from being undefeated and like in the top four. So Iowa State, I think, is getting undervalued by the books right now and by the Oh, betters. I don't think they are in the their game right now. Not not in their game right now, but yeah. in terms of like when you look at recent opponents. Yeah. You know, Kansas State's last two weeks, they played Iowa State, Oklahoma, or last three weeks, Iowa State, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. I mean, the, the, three, the best three best teams, teams, teams in the Big 12. 12. By far. And they, what are the scores of them? And they lost to Iowa State by 13. They lost by 6 to Oklahoma. And they lost by 11 to Oklahoma State. But then I'm like looking at Texas Tech. Yeah, Texas Tech put up 41 on Kansas, which Kansas sucks. TCU, they got blown out by. They barely by- beat West Virginia. And they, I don't know if Texas even punted the ball. When, no, they did it. Huh? I don't think they punted the ball. And they gave up 70 to Texas, yeah. which Texas offense is lethal. So don't give me, it's not like it's a shitty offense. Um, but to me, it's just like, man, like. Kansas State's. I mean, I would I would ride with K State. All right, there. all right, cool. I'm in. That's who I like. All right, I'm I'm picking this game too because I have a very strong opinion about this. Michigan um, playing Northwestern. Northwestern. Is at it at home, home? At home. At Northwestern or no, Michigan? At, at Michigan, Michigan, right? All right. Minus twenty three and a half. Is it still minus twenty three yep. and a half? All right. Northwestern just beat Rutgers. Which, Rutgers played Michigan at Michigan, lost by like seven. Right. The this is Michigan's gonna. 
Northwestern is going to try to like run the ball. All right, they're not going to like f- score thirty points, but like I don't see Michigan winning thirty-one-seven. Like I don't see Michigan. To me, give me twenty-three points in a Northwestern game because I can see this game being fourteen ten. Plus, we're getting to the October weather October where it could weather. be a shitty ass. And remember, it could be raining and stuff. Yeah. Like this game could just be like fourteen to three. 20 to nothing. Yeah. But no, I, I don't think Northwestern wins at all. But give me 23 and a half points. Yeah. My, here's my thing. Okay. Do I think. Okay. So Nebraska obviously fucking waxed them. Kind of just. I take that as an outlier game. Yep. Right. Take it as an outlier game. They beat Rutgers by 14. Um, I think you're supposed to do a transit of property. They beat Rutgers by 14. They I, lost my, to Duke by seven. I mean, this. What I'm saying is, this to me is Michigan just doesn't blow out teams. But That's Michigan beat. So this is my thing. Michigan beat Wisconsin by 21. They beat Washington by 21. Washington's not a good football. No, team. No, no. Washington's not a good football team. Western Washington's Michigan better at that than. Northwestern. Yeah, I just think Big Ten, Big Ten. Though. No, I agree. I yeah, agree. That's, that's the only thing I'm thinking is like Big Ten, these are big spreads. Yeah, Big ten, big spreads in the Big Ten just doesn't uh, equate well. Yep. Unless you're Ohio State. So, like, that's because that's like the that's the team, like, the offense you know every week can put up 55 points. Yeah, it's tough. I'm torn on it. I think I'm going to stay away, but I might. The thing is, is like this is just after seeing what Nebraska's offense did to Northwestern, which I do think is an outlier game for both Nebraska and on the high side and Northwestern on the low side. It's just tough to be like, I mean, if you would have told me this was week two, I would have been like, yeah, give me Northwestern. Their defense won't give, they won't lose more than 30 to seven. So tough, tough back right. there. Um, here's another one uh, Wisconsin, Purdue, Purdue top 25, and I think 24, Purdue at home. Getting three points against Wisconsin. Oh, I like Purdue. This is a classic line where I think the books still love Wisconsin. They still think that defense is tough. They still think their offense can get it done a little bit. I also think that they still think if Wisconsin and Iowa were to play this week, I think Wisconsin would be over favored over Iowa. And that it'd sounds be, crazy. Or be very, it'd be yeah, very close. It, and so what I think this line is, it's saying like, hey, listen, Purdue's coming off a big win. could let down spot. Michigan, Wisconsin is not they, yes they're a good team but they are not they're not like 7-0 it's not, they, they're not getting like hyped up for this game it's like oh it's Wisconsin I know they're good but they're still a 2-3 and three team it's not going to really help our case and Wisconsin can kind of play the underdog role right now right try to get back to 8-9 wins go to a decent bowl um, that's my thought but like again like I, it's I, a, a, a ranked team against an unranked team. When you look at, at it, getting home, po- at home, getting points seems like a good bet to have. Yeah, and honestly, I think Purdue's better than we want to give them credit for. I mean, they lost at Notre Dame, like not going to be an easy place to play. Place to play whenever, and they lost at home to Minnesota. Just like I think, I mean, it's twenty to thirteen. I didn't watch the game. I don't know much about it, but still, like. Feel like that's just a, a classic Big Ten game. Probably a couple things went the other team's way. Whatever. I mean, honestly, Purdue. I think they're. I think. I mean, their defense. You look all year. They have not given. I mean, their biggest point um, points allowed was twenty seven to Notre Dame. Not that they have played a lot of great teams, but still, I just Wisconsin's offense. Just Graham Mertz is doing nothing. Like nothing. absolutely nothing. Like you. It doesn't. I mean, it, it's it's tough because they played Army and. You know, obviously Army, they're a decent team this year. 
So defensive wise, you're not worried about them, but like even offensively, I'm like, you could probably throw the ball a little bit on these guys. And I watched the game because I took the under, and I was just like, wow, they're not even like they don't even care to try to move the ball. <laughs> like they got up 14 points, and they were just like, yep, we're cool with this. Yeah. Like I'm like, what? It's just, I mean, it just goes back to like I think college coaches beat themselves, but the over under is 40 in that game. I know, which is crazy because I what scares me is. I, I don't I don't view it a much different matchup than Purdue Iowa. Yeah, offensively, I actually think like Wisconsin. Besides their running backs, like Wisconsin offense, I think it's a little bit at least like I don't know. Petrus stinks. I, I, I they Petrus both stink, but stinks. um, but back to I bet the over that uh, Tennessee uh, yeah didn't hit game, didn't hit so that the under and the highest total is like seven and one now or no we're in week seven so yeah one and six going over so it's yeah. uh, the unders hit so um. We got another big one this week. Yeah, we do. Um, Clemson at Pitt. One team has not covered at all this year. Yeah, and it's Clemson. Clemson. They've not covered one fucking game. Now, Pitt puts up numbers on offense. Clemson doesn't let up any fucking points on offense on defense. defense. So this is going to be like can Kenny Pickett, who's also like a twelfth year senior. I mean, I'm pretty sure I was in. I graduated college, and he was in the freshman class. Like throwing dimes. Like this guy's been in the league for twelve years. Um, I but, like Pitt here. Do you like Pitt? I like Pitt. Clemson's defense. The last couple weeks I watched the Syracuse game. I mean, their defense did look like they did bend. Like they did give up plays. Yeah. And Pitt's offense is no joke. Like he's good. He, he's good. They they get big plays. You know, I. You know, granted. Clemson can't go zero and twelve ten against twelve against right? Can they? Here's my thing. This is the, but this is the first time the books have truly, like, got given a spread the way they've played this year. Yeah, but it's, it, when's the last time Clemson's been an underdog in ACC play? Like in a non like seven years probably. I don't know. Do you think like Dabble's pumping up? Like, look at look was at Clemson you. was Clemson favored last year against Notre Dame when they didn't have Trevor Lawrence because of COVID? Oh, I don't know about that. I don't, oh, know yeah, I don't remember. That, but that's still not even a real one. Get down, yeah. Freddie Freeman. Get down. Yeah, Get down baby. We're watching a little Braves Dodgers game. It's the three. first time where I don't have a game where it's Alex team. Yeah, and uh, so it's a little different vibe. But uh, no, I I I think that in my brain, I just have um, Dabble being like pumping them up as like the underdog. They can finally be an underdog. It like type thing. So I'm, that's the only thing. I, like I can't like like yeah, yeah, I'm with you. On Isn't that. it at Pitt too? It's at Pitt. Would it surprise me if, if, if Clemson just went out and won like 28 24? No. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me at all. But I could see Pitt. Actually, it would because I don't think their, their offense can put up 28 points yeah. against, the, against a power what, five what, school. What's, what's Pitt's. I mean, it's, I want to say what's Pitt's defense like, but at the same time, like, what is it, it? doesn't really fucking matter because it's not like fucking all the teams they've played. Pitt, like, Pitt gave up seven points to Virginia Tech, 21 to Georgia Tech. They gave up. They only gave. I mean, only. They only gave up 34 to Tennessee. Yeah, that's which a high power. Which offense. is a high powered offense. Yeah. So, so probably yeah. pretty good. Honestly, uh, you look at you look at this this you know, their defensive ranks, like they're pretty solid overall. The, all right. I don't know though. I'm No, I'm no, a, no, 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 because this is what I do all the time. I fucking I've done this and lost like the OU game. I got lucky with like OU versus Texas. I got lucky. Well, OU covered last week. That was easy, but that's because Caleb is a stud. Um, Heisman. Yeah. Heisman. Great. He, he's, he's got great, great odds, odds right now. But it's only because no one else is stepping. I guess Matt Corral is probably the only one. If he just if they go but like if Caleb 10, Williams goes like runs the table and they put up forty five points a game like if he if he I think if he has four 
four to five touchdowns per game on average himself, like three throwing, one running, or four throwing, one running every game for the last seven weeks, and ends up with like 30 touchdowns, like two picks, eight rushes. I can see them giving it to him. But, um, yeah, this is a classic where I fucking look at him like, all the numbers say pick pit, pick pit. Like everything you're talking about says pick pit. And my brain won't pick Clemson. It will pick Clemson and I'll lose and I'll be like, what the fuck? And then. Well, but I think, you know, we're just, we're creatures of habit and we just know Clemson for the last like five years. Yeah. So it's tough to get out of our brain. Like, wow, they're, I'm really taking pit against them with yep. their starting offense and their starting defense. It's just, it's just, it's tough to fathom. And so I think that's just what's so tough for betters. And I think that's why betters are losing so much fucking money on Clemson this year is because yeah. they haven't, they are defeated against the spread. And every week you think like, oh, this coming off a of bye week in Syracuse, they're going to show up. They're going to yeah. show the offense on national TV on a Friday. Nope. Laid an egg. And it's just, it's just, it's brutal. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and they win and they save face. And they just, it's the same story every week until they prove me wrong. So, yeah. all right, we go uh, Pac 12 with a big, big, uh, the only hope for the Pac 12 right now at going to the playoffs is Oregon running the table. And they are dogs heading to UCLA plus two. By the way, there's a lot of ranked underdogs. Yeah, but it road. opened at five point favorites. Yeah, but that was also of- last week because I think it opened up last week after their, before they're like, um, game against Cal. Oh. Um, but Oregon, UCLA, uh, again, a lot of, like I said, a lot of dogs, like we'll get into another one, but uh, I just think a lot of, a lot of dogs, ranked dogs right now. Um, so, you know, you, I think, I think I would say it's a trap game, but it's really not because UCLA is good. Yeah. Um, and and Oregon's haven't played, Oregon hasn't played well. CJ Verdell's out. Yeah, out CJ. I, What's up I with their like running UCLA. back? <laughs> Die like just doesn't wear gloves. I love it. I love it. And, and he's like I, tiny too. Yeah, he's like, tiny. I feel like he's like going to go like, like he goes. I feel like he's like a, he a freshman on varsity or something. Yeah. And, uh, but he's good. I'll say this. He remind, he looks like a kid that like just in football pads that like. Doesn't work out there in the summer and just goes works as like dad's construction company oh, yeah. and just is a Coming grind. Back yeah, just coming back stronger. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, like wow, like, you really hit the gym hard this week. Nah, nah just moving lumber all yeah, summer. Lumber all summer. Yeah, my dad's absolutely. like fucking construction company. But uh, I I have no idea. I have zero feel on this game. Oregon, I'm high in UCLA. Like, but I'm high, I was high on UCLA and I'm low on Oregon right now. But I was high on UCLA based on their win total was seven. And I was I didn't know about Oregon. I was high on Oregon enter the year. I was really high. Recently, they haven't shown me anything. But they could just be a team that just kind of plays with their competition. One of those teams that just kind of wins every wins games, plays their competition. Um, haven't been playing well. But would it surprise me if that's like UCLA just won by ten? No, it wouldn't. But I, I will. I'll stay away from this game. Talk about some trends. Some trends for you listeners out there. Oregon has not covered since they beat Ohio State, and UCLA has covered three of their last four, and the one exception is when they got blown out by ASU, which. I think also could be considered an outlier game for for UCLA this year. So I mean, take it for what you want. I mean, they went on the road last week, kind of. I, th- I thought handled Washington. Yeah, they only won by seven, but like they were in control of that yeah. whole game. Really, um, I don't know. I have zero feel for this because I really don't know the Pac-12. I am, you know, I don't love Pac-12 football, but I do like UCLA and this their ability. I feel like to score. So I don't know. I have no feel if it, if I'll say this though I think fucking Oregon wins by more against Cal if uh, Kayvon plays the whole game he was so fucking dominant 
against uh, like Cal. Cal. Yeah. yeah. Just came on coming back. So, but, you know, who, who UCLA does have a good offensive line. Um, they're just a very good team. They're just all around just like solid, above average. I mean, players. I think they're like you're looking at. You're talking about easily the third best team in the pack, like non debatable top three team. Like you have Ohio, you have Oregon and um, ASU and and UCLA. I don't think ASU is like that good. I think they played really well against UCLA. Yeah, like UCLA. I just again, I I thought that they could arguably be if they. It, UCLA play at their peak versus ASU play at their peak. I think like UCLA, it's it's not a blowout because like obviously you saw what like ASU did this weekend when they fucking went to Utah and just for whatever Laid reason just gave up thirty three thousand points unanswered. But all right, another game, another uh, ranked underdog going on the road. We got Oklahoma State versus Iowa State. Oklahoma State getting seven points over under forty seven. I'm just going to say this. This is a typical trap rap game, mousetrap mouse game, and I will be taking it. Which I'm side? taking Oklahoma State plus seven. Really? Uh, yeah. See, I'm... Just, give, me, give, me, give me the ranked team. Also, I will say this. Oklahoma State is like actually played like good. It's not like they've played yeah, no, but like yeah, Wake Forest has played no one. We, yeah. we initiate. They've played good teams. They went on the road to Texas. Now, granted, I thought Texas should easily cover that. There was one mistake in the red zone that Casey Thompson made that changed the whole course of the game. But there's something about like this team, like they just kind of grind it out. And I think Iowa State's defense offense is not as good as uh, Texas. They made. Oklahoma State makes great halftime adjustments, clearly, or maybe just Texas doesn't know how to make any adjustments. I think Texas just doesn't know how to make any adjustments. I, oh, here's my, oh, so here's my little sidebar. We'll get back to this. I think with college coaches, I think, one, they're so fucking dumb. They're so scared. They play scared. But here's what happens. They go, they go Whatever they're doing on offense, they go down and they score like two out of their first three possessions, maybe a field goal, a third possession, um, and they're up. Then they go to halftime. The other team losing makes adjustments. I don't think these coaches make adjustments at halftime if they're winning. Oh, we're just going to keep doing what they're going to do. We're just going to keep doing it. So the adjustment is, is no adjustment. Yeah, yeah. And then so the other team that makes adjustment, and now all of a sudden, that's, which is fine. Hey, they, they can't stop it. Let's fucking keep doing it until they stop it. But then when they stop it, these coaches like don't make any – like Texas, you're telling me that, all right, you made your punch. They made an adjustment at halftime. You couldn't score, and you just keep doing the same shit. Like, like, make an adjustment, right, on the fly. And this is what it seems like teams, like, just don't do. They just, like, well, it worked before, so it's going to work again. Like, I threw a fastball at 95 down the middle 100 times against me. Well, guess what? If I know a fastball is coming and it's going right down the middle every fucking time, like, now I'm just going to adjust to that. Yeah, I think, uh, actually, to try to get us back on track with this game, because I have a lot to yeah. say about it, I think this should be the college game day of the week, or game of the week, just because I think I Where are they going? They're going to UCLA. Um, oh. I think Iowa State's better than their foreign two. Like they've had a couple play. Like I, I've I've actually like been reading up on this game because the line was so intriguing. Like I think they said there was one one special teams play in each of their losses that really really cost them the game. So you're talking about potentially like five and one or six and zero oh team. But even that, um, you took you led me on to this guy that does these like all the in depth analytics and Parker. stuff. Yeah, Parker no. staff. No. We're not gonna no, because then people start fucking. Once he comes out with, they start betting lines like I do. Oh, okay, this Sorry. guy was like six Sorry, and three. My boy last Parker. Week. This guy Parker uh, was like six and three last week. Yeah, he, no, he was his, his prediction. He yeah. doesn't. He doesn't pick games. Let me fucking talk. Oh, go, go, you know, you never stop talking. Listen, I mean, that's right. what I fucking right. do. You so knew that back, coming into back, this. Back to the point. In his model projection, when I was even like still curious, I think he had Iowa State, and if I'm not mistaken, it was like his model forecasted like 
win by 10 or so. So I'm super intrigued by it. Obviously, I've been following it. Like some, obviously, his model's not always completely accurate, but it just kind of pretty much, in essence, like the deep down dive of like the analytics, the effective points per drive, per, you know, yards per. And then defense. Per, yeah, then like perfect. defensive stuff. And it's like all these in depth shit that makes no sense to me, but this guy's got it figured out. And, you know, obviously, it's not always completely accurate, but I think, it, I just think Iowa State could very well be a number 15 team in the country at five and one. And you'd be like, Oh yeah. Seven point favorites at home against Oklahoma state who, you know, people are still uneasy about, like it wouldn't be a shocking to say yeah. the least. And so that's why I'm, I'm staying away, but I wouldn't be shocked for an Iowa state, uh, like, you know, win by two scores. All right. Uh, I mean, I, I'm taking Oklahoma state just because I think they're freaking, um, they're freaking great. I, there's, I think they just like, not great. Sorry, I think they just kind of like find this way to just like cover. And I just, I really want Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, in Bedlam, eleven and 0, eleven and 0 would be great. Um, yeah, I mean, if I, you got if you got that matchup, both undefeated, you know, obviously college football. I mean, the thing is, what would be electrifying about that is not only would they be playing the next week in the Big 12 <laughs> championship, but like literally a spot for the college football playoff yeah. on the line would be, it'd be awesome. Will we get there with Caleb Williams? I think Oklahoma, you know, will get there undefeated. I, I just don't know about Oklahoma State yet. I'm still, the jury's still out for me, but I also have not watched any of their games. So I, that's not a, uh, not a lot of umph behind that yeah. statement. I, yeah, I just, Give me, give me Oklahoma State, the the technically the ranked team. Now are they better? I don't know. We'll find out. Everything you, again, you find out on the field. But I just give me a touchdown in a, in a big game for them. And normally it's like, hey, we got a top ten team coming to our house, like upset city. And it's like Oklahoma State can play the card of, hey, we're no, the we're, we're the underdog. We're a touchdown. We were more. They think they're better than Texas. Texas, yeah, is really what they're saying. So um, next game. We got LSU versus Ole Miss. Ole Miss, is it still 9.5? Is it 10? Over, under is the highest. It's 75.5. So if you're the trend, you want to take the under in this. I'll say, well, first off, let's get into it. Coach O's gone. He's getting let go at the end of the year. But he's still coaching this season, right? Correct. And from what I've heard, one, he, he won the national championship, got a divorce, got paid a ton of money, was uh, getting a little horny. Big horny guy. Um, saying some things that to the wrong people. Um, and, and one, he like said something to somebody at a gas station. Apparently, her husband is on like the board of directors at LSU. Wrong person to talk to. Would have his girlfriends at practice, and their kids would be like in there doing drills. He kind of basically what it was was he became the new hot thing. Everyone loved him as a coach, and kind of just let that get to his I head. I love it. I yeah. love it. I love yeah. Coach O. He's still gonna pay off seventeen million. I love but it. I he also had that thing during like the. The, the kids wanted, you know, during the George Floyd thing, wanted to and he was like, no, we had a f- practice or whatever like this or uh, whatever, like football, football, football. And then, not that like that was thing, but then when it came to when he got divorced and his girlfriends were all on the sidelines and stuff, it wasn't always about football. So like, I think he kind of lost the locker room. Now, intern coach Ed, when he is an offensive line coach for his school, and then they lose, and he becomes an interim coach. Every, he like always covers. He and they win by like thirty. It's crazy. His record as an interim is he technically an interim coach now? I just think I truthfully <laughs> think LSU pushed him out. Um, 
you know, obviously, it, which is crazy to me because they won the national championship two years ago. He's not a good. Co- I've said this from day one. He is not. He was never a good coach when he was at USC. After that, like initial like rah rah, he wins his like fir- he covers his first two games and he never he doesn't do well after that. Why well, don't he? he, had he the USC best- was not the spot for him. Well, also LSU. He had Joe Brady, who's an no, all, I get ugly it. coach, I get and their coach, the defensive coordinator, is that fucking Baylor who took a team that like people had it. four wins. I get it. I get it. I just think uh, it's still tough. Two years later, like you're you're getting ousted there. Um, I think you know nine and a half points is a lot because LSU's offense can put them up. So I think nine and a half points well, is a ton. All right. Do you, can, you, can you look at LSU's like record, like the it's, schedule? Yeah, their schedule. Well, besides Florida, like how many points are they putting up? Like how many yeah. put up against so Kentucky? They, they gave up, put up twenty one. Okay. Kentucky nineteen to LSU, Auburn or Auburn. 28 Mississippi State, 49 so, like, Central Michigan. I, I, I think that uh, that's an outlier. They're getting, so I like the under in this because, uh, one, they're not a 49 points a game like type. Not even say yeah. game, but like that Florida game is an outlier. That comes down to Dan Mullen, and I bet Florida because he's just so fucking bad as a favorite. He, he like His job, he's not in the line this year, but if he doesn't win a lot of games next year, hey, he might be fucking fired from Florida. He also doesn't – like Emory Jones, fucking – he just keeps that guy in the game. He should be out. Richardson should be in the game. I agree. Um, and they just make like I think that's more to Florida than LSU. You should never be giving up forty points to um, LSU. So I think uh, I, I mean, mean I, I like the under. I can see it still being forty five. You know, forty five twenty eight, and still hits the under there. Yeah. So I, I mean, overall, you just never know. Like, do if he if he did not lose the locker room, it'll be very interesting to see how they play the next couple weeks. Because I think it, I think if he lost the locker room, if he actually did, he's resigning. But he's still sticking around to finish out the year. I think the kids are like, "What the fuck are you even doing here? Like, you're gone next year. We should be like focusing on the other guys." See, I don't think he's lost the locker room. All the reports I've said that he, like, he lost it like during the summer this year when he's having like literally they were saying. His girlfriend. He had yeah, girlfriend's, his girlfriend's kids. We're running drills. I saw like that. Like running drills. Like I while, love like it. not like after practice, but like during I fucking. Love I love it. Imagine you're a D, five-star D tackle trying to fucking go to like the league. You think you think Georgia's fucking doing that? No, probably not. Because they're the fucking. Did you hear how mad they were after that game? No. When, so they, you know, the Kentucky was going to score to cover, and they get their team oh, total. Yeah. So one they dumb. one they blocked their their cover their over team total over under was nine and a half and they blocked that like twenty yard field goal and then Kentucky is going down take like in there it's like first and goal from like the one one and they're three stopped, seconds ago they, they called timeout they stopped them three consecutive times and they gave up a touchdown Te- Georgia was so mad after the game they they, they weren't even happy celebrating they were yeah. just like fucking pissed well Georgia I love that shit. defense for that I'm oh, gonna yeah. bet them next week because their defense is gonna yeah, be they have a zero. bye this weekend yeah. there's a lot of good teams that buy gonna, it's unfortunate zero points next week all right we're gonna go to. One of an all-time great rivalry that oh, hasn't boy. been fun or good, and this is the least anticipated. Wait, let me let me guess what it could be. All-time great rivalry that's not fun. No, no, no. That's not. That's probably the least anticipated game they've had in a while. The team itself, or the least anticipated rivalry. Rivalry that like like people aren't really talking about it. This used to be like a week leading up to this game. It used to be awesome. Can't be Bama, Tennessee. No, nope. No. no. I mean, is it an actual like good good teams? Yeah, it's like like I mean I mean the blue bloods. The blue bloods of college football. One's a top twenty five team right now. Okay. So if you go up there, 
in yeah. top 25. Boom. Should be able to find it. It, again, two USC blue Notre Dame. USC Notre Dame. Yeah. It is. It, is this yeah. the least talked about U, USC Notre Dame game in a while? Like, oh, yeah. It's big time. This used to be fucking. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking well, everyone night. still everyone still remembers the Bush push, and you know that was that was unbelievable. Like that that those were like two good teams, like our great teams playing, and it, then it like they kind of rode that uh, yep that wave for about a decade, and here we are, fifteen years later, and we still want it to be that rivalry. I think it's gonna be so tough to ever get back to that because I just don't see, you know. I mean, obviously, that was, like, one of the most electrifying offenses ever to play. Uh, they were that, so good. That USC team. And then, obviously, like, Notre Dame had what's-his-name at quarterback. Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn. And, I mean, like, they, were, wasn't they what's his name? Samarja. I don't know. They had, like, fucking Mike Flo- Michael Floyd, I think, was the wide receiver in that team. I have no idea. But, yeah. anyways, yeah, not a very talked-about game. I mean, obviously, USC's 3-3. Three and three. Notre Dame's, you know, already out of the you – know, even though they're 5-1, and one, they're not in the national yeah. national championship conversation this year, which is, like, good. Get them out of there. They lost to Cincinnati at home. But, shit, seven points. Like, I am torn on that, too, because I don't think Notre Dame's that good. But I also think USC's not that good. But I feel like USC can score points. So, yeah, no, I have no idea what to do with I mean, this you, game. USC just lost by, like – Six two scores to Utah at home. Like I don't know. I don't think USC is all that good. NC State or uh, Notre Dame just won the road to Virginia Tech, who's not clearly not that good. Their biggest win was UNC, and UNC clearly is not that good. I mean, so USC and, lost by. And Notre Dame needed a miracle to beat yeah. fucking them. So I, honestly, I, this is a crapshoot because like USC's gotten blown out by like, Oregon State. They've been blown out by Stanford. They got blown out by Utah. By blown out, I mean like. 16 to 20 points, but still, like, not even close. Not even one score games. Uh, I'm staying away. Honestly, I'm not even going to watch it because it just doesn't have that it factor for me. And, you know, it's unfortunate because they're at a 4.30 slot and there's really not many 4.30 games. 4.30 our time here in Arizona. So, I guess it's either watch either watch them, Ohio State, or the Tennessee-Bama game. So, I'll probably watch the Tennessee-Bama game. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just typing in my pick six here um yeah i just fuck this game like it just it makes <laughs> this 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 just, game stinks this does nothing to me um here's our one again to one this is part of my pick six i'm like I, this is gonna be the quickest review ever this is my don't think just throw nc state minus three versus miami this is this your pick six yeah one of my pick six. Oh, one of your it'll pick be six. yeah don't think, just yeah, throw. Miami absolutely. stinks. NC State's actually pretty fucking good. I agree. All right. Other things that I want to talk about. Um, I don't know if you this. My Boston College Eagles lost two in a row. They are plus six and a half against Louisville. And this has nothing to do with, if you've been with me from day one, my over-unders, this is what it comes down to. I have BC over seven wins, Louisville under seven. This basically like makes or breaks my over-under. If BC can beat Louisville, I should be able to hit two because Louisville will then have to run the table the rest of the way for me to lose. If BC can pull this, they have one game they should easily, I think the Duke or something, they should easily win. And then they just got to they gotta win one of the next like five games, all winnable games. Um, so I really need BC to win. But I don't know how good they're going to be against this mobile quarterback, uh, Cunningham. He is, he's, he's literally carrying this team by himself. And he's trying his hardest to like get them to a bowl game. I really just need BC to win this game. I hate to break to you, but I think Louisville wins this game. 
Yeah, I, they I probably I just, do. You know, the I way mean, BC played against NC State, like was towards the second, so, so bad. Yeah, so <laughs> but it, Louisville, it, you also look at Louisville, like they lost to Virginia by one. They lost at Wake Forest by three. Which, granted, you know, not and lost by two to. Although, yeah, I don't know. Which are, they're not great teams, but I think Wake Forest is better than BC. I think Virginia is better than BC. Um, you know it. God, I just I need this. Know. I just need BC. If you're listening, any balls I got, I just need you to win this game. I over. So uh, the other game I'm going to take in my pick six. First, do you have any? Because this is a low level game. So do you have any games you want to talk about? Um, games I want to talk about. Um, I mean, I got games I'm taking that I'll oh. discuss in my pick six, but they're nothing. We, they're not we need to it's, talk. We need first off. We need two teams. Of lower levels to win next this week, we need UTSA Roadrunners. Oh yeah, I have in UTEP to win. They'll UTEP will be like six and one. And you remember at the beginning of the year we said how bad UTEP was? Yeah, they were one of the worst teams ever. They are actually good. And then UTSA I don't wins. Think UTEP plays this week. I think they do. Um, I thought they did, but UTSA and UTEP win. I think they'll be going in eight seven and zero. Oh. In six and one, I think it is next yeah. week, which would be crazy. Yeah. So UTEP has a bye, but okay. UTSA is seven and zero, oh, and they play Louisiana Tech, which I they're in my pick six. I took UTSA. Um, I think they're good. They're running and they've all very good, and they've always been like a respectable uh, program. They, like they always get to bowls and stuff, like whatever. But I think they just there's two teams that I always use in NCAA football. Uh, when you want to start as like a one-star team and get you know as like the OC and work your way up, it was UTSA in South Alabama, South and Al. I just bet those guys, and they are actually good now, which makes it it's exciting. Or, uh, exciting. And going into it, I have South Alabama minus thirteen and a half versus ULM. South Alabama played very well against Georgia uh, State. I had that. That was that was a, that game was over in a fucking minute. Um, I think ULM is getting way too much credit for their win against Liberty. Thousand percent. That that is like it's oh maybe you, it's an outlier game. What is their record right now? I don't even three know. and three or something. Yeah, U, ULM is three and three. Yeah, like they're getting way too much. They were thirty-two and a half, but which is one of the biggest spreads in the last twenty years. I think five. Yeah, it was the number the fifth, fifth biggest upset in the last like ten years. Yeah, or something. and again, ULM I don't think is that great. Um, I think South Alabama is pretty good. I like their team. I like they got fucking Major Applewhite as their fucking OC. Love I that. love that guy. Big Texas guy. So, um, yeah. So, well, I guess we can get into it. Yeah, let's get into the picks. So, uh, I'll start us, I guess. All right. Uh, I got Coastal. Um, I got him at, I think, three and a half or four. It's at four right now. Um, I just, I think it's a much better team than App. App hasn't played anybody. Like, yeah, they lost to Miami. Barely early in the year, but I'm like, okay, Miami's trash. And they just, to me, I don't know. I love Coastal. I love their offense. Um, I'm also going with... Is it minus four right now? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm also going with Ohio State minus 20 against Indiana. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really get into that. They're another great yeah, team. But it's just, yeah, it, they, just one of those... Yeah, just, I mean, you're you're not going to pick Indiana there. In Indiana, is it at Ohio State? I think it's in Indiana. in Indiana. And they just came off like a game where they thought they could beat Michigan State, and they probably could have Michigan covered. State played awful, yeah, too. Yeah, so. Um, I have, from there, I got Western Kentucky minus 15 against FIU. Two very bad 
defense is playing, but Western Kentucky's offense is just so good that I think it could be like a 52 to 31 game right there. Um, I also got Liberty minus 21 and a half. I know they just got upset by uh, Louisiana Monroe, but they were up like 14-0 at half in that game. And then just like, I don't even know what happened. Just I just saw they lost, and I was like, what the fuck? But I, again, I'm going with a good team against a shitty defense, mm-hmm. a good quarterback there. Um, I also am going with... Um, who did I miss? Missing a game that I wanted. Did I say UTSA already? Nope. UTSA minus seven. And you do a lot of rat picks. Rats are like favorites. Yeah. Like rat pick. You, you're a big rat guy. Yeah. Big I love rat it. guy. Um, I mean, that's just with my pick six. I mean, there's. there's yeah. There's. But you, I would like to actually go look back and look at all your picks and see which favors and which uh, underdogs you've taken. Because I think you've picked like two total underdogs all year, and I think they've both hit. Yeah, and so with that said, I'm gonna uh, go ahead and make that a third. I'm taking Purdue plus three. There we go. That lock. I mean, that's. I mean, I, I honestly like Purdue. Uh, that wide receiver, I think, it's David Bell. Yeah, last name's Bell. I think the first name David. I mean, he went for like a million yards. Like fucking impressive. <laughs> Purdue also uses like 19 quarterbacks. Yeah, it's like, hey, awesome. Have, they, I love it. Yeah, just, they're like, oh, this is your fucking. This is your situation. Like third and six, we got you. Third and three, we have you. But, 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 First and 19, we got you. I love it. I mean, and they're they, all good. But they do is they make your defense have to like it's a prepare. Different you have to because like Austin Burton, who actually is from Massachusetts, I used to play pickup basketball or not pickup the men's league with his dad, um, but he would. Like he's a mobile quarterback, they can throw a little bit. So they bring him in. They think they're going to run. They're going to have only so many play calls on defense for him. But if he throws, it kind of throws it for a wrench. Then you have the pocket passer comes in who actually ran for a touchdown. And then you have like the guy that's in the middle of both those guys. It's just they throw so many different looks at you, which is which is crazy. Um, I'm going to go. Is that six already? Yeah, six. What do I got? You have Coastal, Ohio State, Western Kentucky, oh, Liberty, okay. UTSA, right. Purdue. Right, cool. All right, mine is, I'm also with you on Coastal, minus four, Wednesday. I'll put that pick out. If you guys don't listen, I'll, I'll just put those two. I'm not going to share the rest because I want you guys to listen to the fucking podcast, you scumbags. Um, except for Carlos. Shout out, Carlos. Shout out, Carlos. Carlos listens every week. Love, Carlos. You know what's funny? Actually, I wanna, you know, we're, while we're shouting out Carlos, I also want to shout out his roommate, Jared. because oh. So we Jared's one of my best friend Adam's brothers. We all went and we supported it and we watched the uh, Iowa-Penn State game when they won. And, 2-0 and, when they watch Iowa with us. Oh, and one without us. But so we, after we're like, okay, let's go watch the Nebraska Michigan game. And like, I was supportive. Like, that's a, you know, Nebraska Iowa, the rivals. I'm supportive. I want them to be happy. So I'm like, okay, let's have Iowa win this game, whatever. And then we're watching the Michigan game. And behind me, we're at a Michigan bar watching it. And I'm like cheering for Nebraska. And, and I hear Jared and shout out Jared say, he's like, yeah, I hope Nebraska lose. Like, he's pretty much essentially said, fuck Nebraska. At that point, that's when last week I go, I go, Iowa or frauds? Only because Jared pissed me off, even though I did think that. But I would have never out loud said that. Just got out of respect of my friend. And then when when Adam called me out, he called me out and was like, wow, I heard you're talking shit about Iowa. I'm like, yeah, because your brother's an asshole and hates yeah. Nebraska. So honestly, karma made Iowa lose and get destroyed last week by Purdue because Jared was a bad sport and also- wouldn't root for my team. So you, Iowa fans, blame Jared Friedman, at Jared Freeman, and honestly, that's on you, big dog. He loves dick pics, who send those to him. <laughs> I'll send <this> to you. <laughs> Don't do that. Do that. Uh, <laughs> it's just Carlos sending his roommate from the room over. <laughs> Shut up, Carlos. Shut up, Carlos. <laughs> um, 
I will say this about Alec and I. We knew we were going to the Iowa. We were high on Penn State. Very high. On we Penn were State. high. We did not bet Penn State because we were going to the Iowa bar with a bunch of Iowa yeah. people. I don't want to be out. And we didn't want to be. You know what we did? We bet the over in that game because we're, we're good, good people. Sports. And when yeah. Penn State fucking scored, we didn't cheer. We did a little behind someone's back. Behind the back. Little, fist bump. Boom, fist bump. Little slap hands. All right. But, but Jared behind my back said it out loud. Cheered, Fuck like, I hope Nebraska. They lose. Yeah. Hope they lose. Like that's no one likes Nebraska. Friend. I'm like that's a. T- that is just so bad. When you're Nebraska, here, and here's what I'll say. If you're Alabama, you can fucking do that because you know you're going to fucking win. When you're an, an Iowa, when you're like a Wisconsin, a school that really never gets over the hump. Uh, I agree. You need all the good juju yeah, that in is, I mean, life. honestly, I'm, bl- I'm Iowa fans blame Jared. All right. Good. So back to my pick six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Suck it, Jared. Uh, Coastal. Minus four, NC State minus three. That's my don't think, just throw. Oklahoma State plus seven. Mouse trap. Mouse trap game. Kansas State plus one. Northwestern plus twenty three and a half, and South Alabama minus thirteen and a half. I also want to give an update on my. My first ever post, the over-unders on some of my teams. Uh, again, I had Rutgers at, uh, what was it? All right, Boston College at seven. They're four and two, need a win. Louisville, under seven. They're three and three, need them to lose. They play each other this week. Kansas, over one, push as of right now. So I got one push, a big week this week. Rutgers, over four. They're three and three. They lost three straight, but they should be, they play like, Forget who they play. Who's oh, Northwestern still another in like another team? So they could easily get to at least a push. Texas Tech over four and a half. They hit last week, uh, being Kansas. Alabama under eleven and a half. That hit. So right now I'm two zero and one currently. And this Boston College Louisville game is going to come. It's going to be big. Those might even if Louisville wins, they still could end up in a push, which would be huge for me. Um, but. Yeah, and Rutgers, I just need to win two more games, and I think one of them is definitely doable. I don't know the rest uh, of You never schedule. know a Big Ten football either, so. They won four games last year, so that's what I was saying. They, they should just win four, and they, they started the year off 3 and against. Yeah, so, all right. Thanks for uh, listening. Make sure to follow us on Picard Pick 6 on TikTok, Instagram. Download, leave a review, subscribe. Do whatever the fuck you got to do. Be like Carlos. Be more like Carlos.